Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Have you ever hunted with a rude person? Absolutely. Why are we all looking at each other? <laughs> I mean, hey, I was just in a duck blind with you. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hey, we're specifically going to talk about duck blind etiquette today. Yeah. And there's good reasons to have, you know, kind of some good manners in a duck blind, particularly if you're in a hole in the ground. We were in a steel pit recently, oh, you know, yeah. and you crowd four, five, six guys in there. There's not a lot of space to move around. And, uh, Everybody's shooting 12-gauge shotguns, some of them three-and-a-half-inch mags, and, you know, it, it's kind of like in the military, you know. You like got a, a foxhole. Yeah, you got a fire zone, you know, and and uh, unless things really get desperate, you don't cross into somebody else's fire zone, you know. Oh, yeah. Same thing applies to duck blinds, man. And, Cox, I know you've got a lot of waterfowl hunting experience, man, and you've probably got a story or two to tell. But, oh, geez. But, hey, and we're all think. I think we're all good outdoorsmen. We're ethical. We try to do things just right as we can, but uh, we make a mistake once in a while ourselves, you know. But you do see the individual who consistently is kind of rude in a duck blind. Yeah. And, and you know what? Eventually, you see him hunting by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you just ghost him and you never go with him again, you know. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and they wonder why. Yeah. And they wonder why. But what are some of the things that we need to think about when, particularly, Hayden, we've just got an invite. We're going to be waterfowl hunting with some guys pretty soon that we haven't uh, met before. So that's one of the things that made me think about all this. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to make sure you boys behave yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I got a good one for you here. So I'm not going to name the dude, but years ago I had this Nissan pickup and we, there's a little four wheel drive. I bought it as a matter of fact from, uh, uh, Oh, I can't remember his name now. Kenny down here. You remember Kenny? Yeah. Anyway, I bought it from Kenny or, uh, anyway, we was driving all the way up to Ted Shanks duck hunt up there and uh, it's a good long drive and we're going to stand in the poor line up there and uh so we go up there and boy we got our name drawed you know and and we had a good good number so we went out and got the blind well we're late getting out there you know and and this is a conservation area where you got like assigned blind this had blinds we're not in a walk-in area so you got to sit in the blind mm-hmm. this guy was dead set not to sit in that blind the, the wind was wrong we got to sit over here all right, we'll go over there and sit over there. He wouldn't be quiet about it. So we went and set up, you know, and uh, I'm in the middle of trying to set up the boat blind, and I'm getting all these things out, and, there, and we're late. You know, it's daylight. Time to shoot. Well, he about shot my head off. Oh. Standing up to shoot a group of ducks. That's, that is not etiquette. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Not, not it. It's hey, that's always the- when you're trying to thread the needle and get out under the radar, you know, that's yep. when the worst stuff happens, man. You just got to play by the rules. Ethics, you, you said it. You really do. And when you got three four guys, <laughs> excuse me, running around with uh, loaded shotguns, man, you, you got to. Mm. 
you got to cross the T's and dot the I's. Yep. And you've got to make sure that your partner's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into talking about people getting <laughs> shot just yet. Because that does happen, too. It, it, that's the ultimate bad, wrong thing to happen. None of us want that That, that to was happen. the last time we hunted together. <laughs> I, would, I would say so. But I've been to a lot of different hunting operations in my lifetime. And i got to tell you, my favorites, the best ones out there, is particularly if you've got a guide or somebody's kind of running the mm-hmm. hunting program, what's the first thing they ought to do? Give a little safety talk. Oh, absolutely. Sure. To, to yeah. refresh your memory, keep mm-hmm. it on your mind. You yeah, absolutely. And I do that with about any hunting group uh, that I'm involved in because it only takes a second or two, and it might make somebody think twice mm-hmm. about doing something. But I can remember I worked a little bit a uh, very short time with an outdoor show one time as a young gentleman just full of vim and vigor you know like a lot of guys do cody you're probably talking to a lot of them these days you're the star <laughs> oh, now you know yeah, papa, papa here's got <laughs> yeah. got a lot of youngsters uh, wanting to uh, i think ride along on his coattail you know but they'll get so excited and this young man was the same way tall good looking young fellow articulate knew a lot about the outdoors but he had never been waterfowl hunting and i arranged for a waterfowl hunting down in the boot hill but i had a dear friend who was a, a wildlife biologist too he worked on a private operation not too far from here but he was from up uh, north wisconsin i think but quite a waterfowl hunter and uh, we went to get in this blind i warned him about the other young man i said i haven't hunted with him a lot but he likes to be the star mm-hmm. and uh, i said just just be <laughs> cautious you know and sure enough my uh, biologist friend took the left side corner the young gentleman i was talking about was in the middle and i was on the other side there was a lone goose came across the left side and we talk about shooting lanes shooting obvious, lanes obvious shot for the end guy well the middle guy hit the end guy in the head with his shotgun barrel oh and took the took the shot not only put a knot on his head and wrung his ears you know and etiquette yeah mm. <laughs> simple <laughs> etiquette but he never even missed a beat he immediately for the camera started bragging oh i just shot my first canada goose and it's got to be a state record in them you know oh my goodness yeah my buddy's over here holding his head you know and yeah and i i know he's ready to thump this guy you know but dangerous dangerous yeah 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 yeah, we had that uh, floater blind up there on uh, Smithville Lake, and I love hunting out of a floater blind in the middle of the lake, you know, up in some brush or something. And and uh, anyway, there's all kinds of opportunity there to get, you know, crazy. You got six guys in this pontoon, you know, spread out, guns falling over, you know, things like that. You got to really be careful. And uh, part of that etiquette is you got to keep your personal space exactly and and keep it cleaned up you know and and don't let a bunch of stuff rolling around and yep carrying on you know you can get in some bad spots did you have any situations at your duck hunt no not (laughs) not at our duck hunt. only problem he had was he had a biscuit getting his way yeah yeah is that what happened oh but it wasn't in my way long i took care of the biscuit when the duck showed up yeah well i I, you know i I won't say any names or anything oh you can it's as long as there was this there was this young man that that was with the group and, and he'd never been before and the only other time he'd ever been uh uh he had ever been waterfowl hunting was on a snow goose the conservation order deal where you take your chokes out and you don't mm-hmm. and he's sitting there amongst a group of duck hunters and he'd never been before and these ducks flew by and man they all he said take them and they all emptied their guns you know and 
And uh, there were so many people shooting. Of course, this new guy, he didn't know, you know, how many times they were shooting. And he says, man, I only shot four times. I wish my gun had a had a, had, a, had an extended tube on it and said I'd shot some more. And and said that two or three times, you know, because the one guy his left said, yeah, I emptied mine, you know. But I, And then he said, I only shot three times. And the other guy said, I only shot four. Well, second time he said it, one of the other guys there says, What'd you say? And he said, well, I shot four times. I wish I had more shells. He said, buddy. You can't do <laughs> but, that. Buddy, put that gun away. He said, he said yep. well, what, do you, what do you mean? He said, we're duck hunting. You can yep. only have three. And boy, yep. that guy felt like a heel because he was a new guy to the group. And, oh, man. And, and didn't know and mm-hmm. left the plug out from the goose hunt he was oh, eating. Yeah. Boy, uh, that could have ended bad. It could have. Uh, yeah, that's one. That, <laughs> hey, and actually, that has become part of our ethics, you know, because yeah. none of us want to make a mistake. We've no. all made them. Mm-hmm. But we certainly don't like making them, particularly in a, in a group of other guys. You yeah. know, especially if it's but, the first time you ever went. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, hey, learning <laughs> learning process. But I, sure. I bet that guy don't, doesn't forget that. Nobody really beat up on him. They just wanted him to know, you know, legal, legal, legal. But we just had a great time. Uh, what's it been? Two weeks ago, down in Arkansas, went down and hunted with an old old friend of mine, Tom Wilcox and his gang. But the old old guys aren't they a mess? One Cody? of the best times I think. I've ever had bar They got none. quite an operation, it looks like, from all the posts. Oh, I saw oh, that. Have you seen all the ducks? It's been too long. Two weeks is too long. I want to go back and see what crazy you seen all man the, Tom. you seen all the ducks they've killed since we left? Oh, including I the day that. after? I, I saw the picture the day after. Yeah, Tom's really been rubbing it in. But these guys <laughs> have had a duck club there for decades down on the Black River of Arkansas. And it's, man, you pull off the highway and you pull into this camp and you feel like you're you're stepping back. 50 years in time. Indeed. Don't, mm, don't Indeed, yes. I, I mean, there's cypress trees mm-hmm. around, you know, and it's right on the bayou, and it's these old trailers and old cabins. cameras. There's one old, old log cabin. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just as cool. Right on the as, water. Right on the water. That's cool. Yeah. And these guys never stopped talking. They were the most bad, Cody Lucas. Hey, I finally <laughs> met my matches. I, I, I had you? I had to like tell them to stop for a minute so I could cut in. They had stories that would outlive me and and, and better stories. I was oh, just in oh awe sitting there listening. Yeah. I really was listening to them old timers. Oh, was, I was too. Was I absolutely the, loved it. But wasn't it cool? And that blind, they got an old houseboat that they made into a duck blind. Hadn't I mean it's kind of tight in some respects, but. Hadn't got everything oh, organized. I'd live on that. Yeah. And during duck season, I'd be living in that But thing. each guy can sit down. He's got a nice chair to sit in. Got his little space. There's a little rack there. Just two before pegs sticking out. That's going to hold your yeah. shotgun in oh, place. Yeah. A little shelf to put your shells, coffee cup, yeah. your shells, calls, mm-hmm. whatever. And I thought, Full kitchen. Yeah, full kitchen. Yeah, I saw in the that. Back. He had a little uh, trailer house stove in there. Yeah, and stuff. yeah it was awesome. And, and I tell you what, those guys will invent you a duck call right on the I spot. I saw that too. too. <laughs> well, that's going to be part of the episode, oh, <laughs> Mr. Tom Wilcox. Tom Wilcox. You know what? Arkansas duck call. He, he, he saw the post I put up about an article I've done on Deer Cast. You know what he said to me? He typed, <laughs> typed me a little note. Probably took him three days to do it, you know. But he said, Bill, would you like me to invent you a deer call? <laughs> I, I said, saw that as a matter of fact. Said, Does yeah. that have anything to do with a tin can? <laughs> I didn't know what he was up to oh when he said, gosh. Cody, come back here. I got something for you. And I thought, uh-oh. Yeah, I, I did was, too. I, I thought, was, oh, boy. I thought we better bring the cameras because this is probably going to get good. He's uh-huh. going to get you. But you know what? Uh, all the great stories, all the fun, decades and decades and decades of doing this. But were they safe? 
Oh, absolutely. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. I never saw, and I watch for that stuff because I kind of like to try to protect my own hide. So yeah, I, exactly. and everybody was, the guns were unloaded when, when we go to get in that boat to move, mm-hmm. they, they were unloaded and every one of them was put in the sleeves. I mean, they was put away That's good. and they didn't come out till we were ready to hunt and they loaded them, unloaded them before we ever thought about, yeah. I mean, I was watching, don't think I wasn't, I, yeah, sure I was watching were. them guns. Oh, I always do too, but I, I noticed those old guys uh, kind of. Flatten their eyes a little bit to check on us too. You know, oh, and I don't blame them because we're we're kind of newbies in in the group. But Absolutely. what a great legacy! You know, I got one big thing here that I got to point out. That's a it's a real violation of uh, of our whole uh, etiquette thing, right? That happens when this is in the this is in the field though. When you're goose hunting, sure, you know, so still applies. When you set up six or seven blinds out there and you're all getting ready to pound them, whatever, and you get that slow time in the afternoon everybody just kind of had their snack or whatever and you close your blinds shut and you're laying there trying to take a nap don't zip tie the guy's things shut that's <laughs> bad no that's awesome that's <laughs> what that is because, that is because awesome. what'll happen he'll that's have a, the, that sounds like guilt talking <laughs> he'll, he'll have the best sleep he's had in probably two days because he's been moving decoys around a whole oh, bunch of oh, stuff oh, at night you know so he's catching up on some z's and then all of a sudden he hears he hears all the racket and everybody going. It wakes him up, and, they, and then he sees the geese coming, and he's working. And he's waiting, and he's trying to grab his gun, and he's trying to flip the door open, and all this is going on. Everybody else is shot, and the geese are gone, and then he finally has to slide out like this right here out the top. You know, it's a mess. That's that's, that's bad. Etiquette. I would never do that to anybody unless I got the chance. You but, thought I had a bad one coming, didn't you? Oh, I did. But hey, take take duck blind etiquette very seriously. Any other type of hunting as well. Be a gentleman out there. And particularly, if you want to get invited back to a place, you better watch your P's and Q's. And I've had folks that I had to quit hunting with because they were just too dangerous. And it's always better to do that. It's better to lose a friend than to lose your life. And just make sure you do your part. And taking kids along, repeat, repeat, repeat. Teach them, teach them, teach them about safety, about etiquette, how to treat the other person. Golden rule still applies, Cody Lucas. Absolutely. Oh, you know, yeah. my kids will tell you, they used to get so tired of Dad harping on them. <laughs> We'd go out to shoot, and they'd shoot one time, and I'd check that gun if it wasn't put back on safe, even if it was just one bullet. Oh, yeah. Well, Dad don't had one bullet. I don't care. And what I was doing was what you just said, instilling that in their mind. Yeah. And now they're young adults, and they're the safest, and they've got people getting mad at them. They'll go to shoot trap, go oh, yeah. and sell Good. it, hand the gun to the next guy, and he don't think to check the safety, and he pulls the trigger, and it don't go off, and the, the skeet goes on out there, and it gets so mad, you know. Oh, but, yeah. but, you, but like you said, and, and all my kids, that's instilled in them. As soon as that gun's back, you know, it's over. You put the safety back on. You get a gold star, buddy. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, my daddy did that to me. He knew I'd be a loose, uh, a loose one. <laughs> you betcha. Well, folks, hey, I hope you've enjoyed this as much as we've uh, enjoyed bringing it to you. But remember, be safe and be on your best behavior. That's what Mom always said. Thanks for listening. This has been Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. And, hey, keep living your outdoor dreams. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and the Fly Rod Journals. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. 
At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.